All right. Yeah. It is a pleasure to be with the Long Beach people. Long Beach in the house. Yeah. What's up? What's going on? Peter just got in. Matt's in the house. Rocky's in the house. We're going to rock on see who else jumps on. Um, if you ever want to jump in on any of these kinds of uh, meetups, uh, you, you can just look up the meetup bit active or follow me on Twitter, the Gaston Cruz. He's linked to below. Um, Adam. Yes. Uh, it's, so this is kind of like a co-double uh, uh, video that we're doing, uh, one on your end, one on my end. Um, I haven't been able to keep up with everything you're doing, Mr. World Tour, that doesn't stop. Uh, I was just notified that you're, you're stopping your show for a while. Well, I've, I've slowed down the shows uh, since the last time I was hanging out with you in person in Long Beach back in, uh, what was that, February of last year. And so much happened soon after that. We'll get into that. But uh, no, this, this two weeks ago, on my, my This Week in Bitcoin show, best freaking guest in the space I bring you. And it, there was a frustrating moment because I really love doing the This Week in Bitcoin shows. When I'm, when I'm live with the best guest in the freaking space, um, it's just a pleasure. But setting up the shows behind the scenes over the years has become harder and harder. YouTube has not made anything easier. YouTube makes, hey, it's, it's harder to do a YouTube show now than it was in 2017. It is, it's completely ridiculous. But another disappointing aspect of, of life is that some guests, even though they're geniuses, literally high IQ geniuses, they, they tell you they're going to show up and then they don't show up. They totally flake on you. I had a situation where that happened. I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, I'm not... There are aspects of the show that just aren't fun anymore. And I, I made an announcement. I said, I can't take this. I need some help here. If some, I, I'm not Adam Meister's secretary. I need some people to do some administrative stuff for me here. Uh, I want, I'm going to do the show a little differently here. So I'm not going to do one in, in, unless I get some help. I don't know when the next show is going to happen. And so that was two Fridays ago. And some people stepped up to help me, though. And I came up with some ideas to eat to make it fun again. And so the next Friday, which was last Friday, I, I kept going. It was a little bit of a different format where I start the show. And if a guest is going to be late, he comes in a little later. Like, and I, when I used to arrange the shows, I would, we'd have to all agree on a time. It was such a pain in the butt. I just say, it's 1 PM. Can you make it or can't you make it? So I took care of some of minute. And so the show lives on. We had a great show. Yes. Last week, we're going to have a great show tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern time, for those of you who want to tune in. But I do, I just want to say though, I've been doing these shows. I mean, I made my first show in 2013, right after I bought my first two Bitcoin. And, you know, in 2016 and 2017, I was so hardcore with the shows and 2018, 19, and 20. But um, it's since 2017, well, since 2018, it hasn't really been the same. Um, the whole YouTube, YouTube has changed its algorithms. YouTube really, and it's not, it's the people's fault. The people want to hear altcoin shows. They don't want to hear Bitcoin shows. So the algorithm pushes out what's popular. It's, you know, scary titles like a Litecoin to a million dollars or Ethereum's taking over the world. Dogecoin is the, uh, is the, is how you're going to get your uh, check from Joe Biden. Just the crazy, that's what's popular. That's what people like. YouTube is not 
the greatest platform if you want intelligent discussion. I think people who trend toward podcast, um, they don't need to see your face. So they are actually better with listening comprehension and thus they want pure information. So, you know, I, I'm on YouTube. So I'm, I'm on a platform where people want to talk about my hair more than they want to talk about holding Bitcoin for four years and what the having is. They would rather hear about my hair or hear about women I used to sleep with or, you know, various different things um, than about Bitcoin. And that's their choice. And they can have fun staying poor or whatever they do. Or, or they, the, the other big, another thing people love, they're just, even though I'm so strict, I say, I only buy Bitcoin. I've only bought Bitcoin with fiat. All right. People are like, what do you think of Litecoin? <laughs> what do you think of EOS? What do you think of this? What do you think of that? And I, I just, it's kind of gotten to me. Oh, and I don't need to do that. You know, financially, I don't need to do the show at all. I, uh, again, you know, the, the This Week in Bitcoin shows when I have the guest on, it's really fun. And the other thing that I said two Fridays ago, which you, you don't even know, but you've taken me up on it. I said, I will appear on anyone's show. I love appearing. On, I love being asked questions. And then all you do is you give me a copy. I put it on my channel. Everybody's freaking happy. So I've done some more of those lately too. And inclu including this, so so thank you very much for, for having me speak to, to everyone here. You're you're making it a lot easier for me, and I really do love talking to people like this. And uh, I don't know, what do you guys think of uh, this? Is a question I've been asking my guests lately about Clubhouse. Have you guys tried that? Uh, I have been on Clubhouse. Uh, I think there's a there's a there's pros and cons to it. My con is that. Um, because I was new, I was just walking into rooms or, or going into rooms and it would be halfway through discussion, but they would be so off the topic that I didn't know what they were talking about anymore. Uh, I walked into a Bitcoin room that was running for a while and I got in there and there was this guy uh, asking women what they liked about men. So it turned into a, a dating, like dating comprehension or yeah, I was like, I don't know about this clubhouse and I really haven't used it to be honest. How about everybody else? I, I tried it a few times now and I had one really good experience. Uh, wait, wait, that means you have a phone. Oh yeah. Because the guy, this is a great, a great point. <laughs> that means I always said, phone now. I always said, I, I'm not buying a phone. I'm not buying a, a better camera. Even though I'm a rich man, I'm not doing that. And people, people always complain. They're like, you know, spend some of your Bitcoin on the phone. I'm like, no, I'm not. I mean, I, you want me to spend my darn Bitcoin when it was two hundred dollars on the phone and on on a uh, and on a uh, freaking uh, camera. And I bought more Bitcoin. Thank God. Thank God. But uh, so I, I'd always said to people, if you want to buy me a camera, buy me a camera. If you want to buy me a phone, buy me a phone. There's a there's a group of guys out there, Coinbeast.com. They're pure Bitcoin guys, and they're like, we want you to do our TikTok shows. I'm like, okay, I I don't have a phone, so they bought me a phone. They, they bought me an iPhone. Uh, so uh, thanks to the guys at, uh, I only had to wait. I, I, only, I only had to wait a little. You know, I got my freaking smartphone because of Coinbeast and they're great guys. I do TikToks for Coinbeast and TikTok is the most mindless uh, social media platform in the history of mankind. It is, it, it, you know, they, the guys at Coinbeast are trying to reach out to the newbies, to the, the youth, the 17 year olds, 18 year olds, whatever. Okay. That only know about Dogecoin and I mean, they're confused. They don't know about controlling, they don't know the first thing about controlling their private key. They don't wanna know the first thing about controlling their private key. But well, what's wrong with keeping it at Coinbase? 
why, why can't I keep it at Coinbase? What's the, what can go on? I'm not a terrorist or anything like that. So they can't, they can't close my account down. What are you talking about, Adam? And so, I mean, I've, I've tried to, there's only so much you can say in a 15 second show, but I mean, one easy thing about Coinbase, I mean, about Coinbase, excuse me. Um, if, if you keep your, if you keep your coins at Coinbase, even if you're not a terrorist, even if you, if you follow every uh, rule in the world, um, let's say you're a married man and, uh, one day you get divorced and then the, the judge says, uh, you got to give her half your wealth. And if you're, if, if it's at Coinbase, you're, that's it. They're going to, they're going to find a way to get your Bitcoin to your wife. If you control your private key the entire time, you're, you're great. You, you don't have to worry about court orders or anything like that, but that is what half the men in America who get married, they end up divorced. They're going to end up in situations like that. So uh, th that's a, a real life example, a real simple to understand example of why you want to uh, control your private key. I mean, for me, it's so such a basic understanding. I mean, that's one of the reasons I got into Bitcoin, be your own bank. But these, these youth out there, the Bitcoin is old fashioned to them. This Dogecoin thing is cool or, or whatever the newest thing is. You know, I don't, I don't know all these, these darn coins. And they don't think about storage. I mean, they're, the Dogecoin guys, where do they keep their, their Dogecoin? Where do they keep their They're keeping it at Robin. On the, on Robin. Yeah, at Robin, where they don't, even, they, they don't even understand. They don't even have real Dogecoin there. It's just an IOU at Robin Hood. And they, don't, they, they, think, they think they're doing great. They, they, think they're, they think they're doing great. And uh, they're just, they're flippers anyway. They're in it for, they're probably in it for less than a year. And if you sell it after, for less than a year, what happens? Well, 19 year olds don't know about short-term capital gains. They don't know about paying taxes yet. They're gonna find out about freaking paying taxes. But uh, that's, I mean, that's all I've been talking about for years and years. If you think long-term, you know, you, you just get the hang of holding something for four years. You don't have to worry about short-term capital gains tax. You learn, you don't get scared every time a famous person says something. You know, Gaston, you said you've been, you've been contacted lately by people that are worried. I also have been contacted by relative newbies that I know for real life. And they're like, yeah, I sold at 55K, Adam. I, I know this guy that told me it was going to go to zero. I'm like, going to zero, FUD? That's so 2014, dude. I mean, and you're, and you're paying short-term capital gains on this because you bought right. it in October and now you sold it in May. You, but he's, a, he's a nice guy. He's a, he's a grown, grown man in his 50s and stuff. But he said, you know, this guy, Adam, this guy I know, a financial advisor said it could go to zero. You know, some 70-year-old financial advisor says it doesn't really exist and it can go to zero. This is what people, if, if you're impulsive, if you don't get into that mindset that it's a savings account. And I told the guy in simple English many times, it's a savings account. You've got to know about this four year thing, dude. He's like, oh, well, it could go to zero. He fall for the, the going to zero thing. Yeah. That, that's so uh, 2015. You touched, you touched on a couple of topics there that ha had some interesting points about, and I want to talk to him about, about real quick before I totally forget. Number one, you were talking about people are chasing all coins. And I got two coins on that. All coins and and um, geez, Doge. Um, all coins. Uh, I have a buddy uh, who works for the largest crypto YouTube channel, Bitboy. I think it's just called Bitboy. Um, and he's telling me that it is crazy how many all coins he has to keep up with. And then when Doge pops, he was. They were just like. I can't believe Doge popped. And on top of that, then a swarm of other meme coins came on. He's like, okay, it's getting crazy. We already have to keep up with all of these altcoins. 
Doge, Ibu Shibu, and then there's other ones that we just have to keep our eye on because we have to report the news. It's just getting ridiculous. The news, quote unquote. That's not the it's news. Not, it's BS. Yeah. But. And then another thing. Um, shoot, I lost my my train of thought. Uh, it was definitely on Doge. Um, totally lost. It. Altcoins. You were talking altcoins. Um, well, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you came to the BitActive meetup two times already. Yes. And both of those times you were with uh, Omar Bam, which is one of the other oldest uh, crypto YouTubers around. And uh, Omar has continued to make YouTube videos reporting on what's going on in the crypto world. And what I love about Omar is that, yes, he reports on altcoins, but he's not, he is not saying, hey, three coins to a million dollars, or this coin's going to make you a millionaire. And all these other YouTubers are using those type of clickbaity oh. titles just to reel in subscribers. And you can really tell because Omar's uh, subscriber base really hasn't exploded like everybody else, yeah. yet he gives really good uh, advice about what's really going on and not trying to, uh, you know... Uh, feed this idea in your mind about coming into crypto is only about making money. Well, Omar can probably will say the same thing happens to him that happens to me. Uh, and I, I'm glad he's, he stands for something. It doesn't pump. The, you know, China, somebody in China comes up with another Dogecoin. That, that's basically what you were saying before. That right. me, you know, There's a new meme coin. No, it's just like a Chinese Dogecoin. And, and so there's nothing fundamentally cool. Good, I mean, it's, it's insane. And so it, that they're going to pump. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's ridiculous, but I get contacted. It's about once a week over Twitter on average or, or through some other means. Someone just says, hey, how much does it take to do a promotional video, to do a promotional tweet? They, they might be an exchange. They might, be a, they might have an ICO. They might be some DeFi thing. They might be an altcoin. So many, uh, you'll see weird stories repeated on some of these altcoin channels. The reason you're hearing some of these, because they're all being paid to, to say the, uh, to say the same thing. So I'm glad, um, you know, it, it's, it's to encourage people to buy the altcoin flavor of the month. It's, it's, it's irresponsible because, oh, but they, they know they can get away with it because they've gotten away with it. People have horrible memories. Yeah, there are so many people who've said so many horribly <laughs> wrong things and they took, no one remembers that they, they were pumping uh, EOS or they were pumping this, they were pumping, they said Bcash was the real Bitcoin. It all gets put down the memory hole, right? I remember what people say, okay? I, they're, they're people, I, I don't name names or anything like that. When I'm done with someone, I'm done with someone, okay? They're, they're, there's they're plenty, they're do, well, the guys, you know, you know who, was, who was classic with this, and they're sort of forgotten now. I don't take down any of my videos, okay? But there, there were, what's his name? Craig and, uh, Craig and the guy from South Carolina, the, Bit, the BitConnect guys, um, Trevon right, James. Right, they, they were buddy-buddy back in 2016 yep. and 2017. They would say stuff. It would want to come true. They would take it down their videos, and you, and no one, no one would remember. They, they would they would say make insane predictions about altcoins. They want to come true. They took it down. What they did get remembered for eventually, they did they did take it too far. They got in. They promoted BitConnect. They said it was they said it was great. It wasn't, and then people wanted to 
destroy them physically. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that was horrible. But rarely do people like buy into like a straight up scam like that. And take, no one's done that lately. But we're in a new bull run here. So there could be there could be some new BitConnect thing that some uh, influencers get into and, you know, well, pay, pay I, a heavy price for. I have heard about um, SafeMoon being some sort of uh, pyramid scam scheme, but I really haven't paid attention to it. But um, do you want to make a point the, on that? Because I wanted to make a point on Roger Veer before I forget. Please, please. Yes, Roger. You were talking about Roger Veer, and I don't know if that was uh, before or after you started recording on your end. Uh, one thing uh, about Roger, um, I think it was right before the, the fork of Bcash or right after. Um, Roger raised a hundred million dollars. I don't know if it was him. I know he was involved with this freedom land and apparently the money was supposed to go to buy a, a large piece of land and, uh, make it become a sovereign country. And I haven't heard anything about it after raising a hundred million dollars. Do you I, remember anything about that? Well, I, you might be getting two different things confused. Okay. He wanted. He definitely wanted to start his own country of some sort. There's no doubt about that. And okay. I think he definitely raised money for something, but it right. wasn't that. Right. <laughs> I, I I do not think he raised money for a for the country project. I think something with B Cash generated a lot of money, and I don't know if it was directly him either. So I. Uh, well, it was a fork. It was a fork, and having the miners uh, agree to the fork, and and uh, yeah. what was the name of the mining company that was? Yeah, well, Jihan uh, Wu was the second Jihan scariest. Wu. Jihan Wu there, was the second. There was second the money scariest. right there. He was the second scariest guy in Bitcoin, and now no one remembers his name even. Bitmain and Jihan. The, Bitmain. The, there you go. For, for all you newbies out there, four years ago, you know you, you're all scared of Elon Musk now. Jihan Wu and Roger Bear and Bitmain, that's all anyone could talk about, more than they talk about freaking Elon Musk now. They, they were going to ruin everything. Um, but uh, so, yeah, B, they, they, ever, they got a lot of Bcash. Uh, that, that's true. They mined a lot of Bcash. I don't know if Roger was mining. I, I have no idea. You know, he, he had various uh, investments in various companies. I don't know if he had any in miners, but sure, I'm sure he did plenty well through, through that fork. But I, I don't want to like say, you were almost saying like he raised money for a, a country and then he ran away with the money. That that didn't happen. He did talk. He talked about a country. And you know what? If he wants to start his own country, that's great. But I, I don't think he ripped anyone off. I, I I'm not I'm not saying that. At least I don't remember. But you know he he he's involved. He was involved with a lot of endeavors that involved raising money and uh, in business business type of stuff. But uh, that he definitely wanted to do something with a country. But uh, they, they didn't, he didn't he didn't scam anybody. Yeah. Didn't scam anybody. Oh, didn't. That was uh, Lieberman. Yeah. Lieberland? Yeah. I believe so. Do you no. remember if he raised $100 million for that? Not sure if it was specifically for that, but that's the, the goal is to get Lieberland independent. Mm. Lieber, well, there you go. well, Lieberland's something different even. Lieberland's another pro – that's not his project. That's some, isn't that something that's in Europe? Yeah, it's, it's like a landlocked area. Mm. Yeah, but Roger – I think Roger wanted to start a country that was completely different than that. Even he wanted—I know he wanted the country to be uh, far apart of uh, any war countries, and he didn't want it to be to have anything to do with the EU or, or United Nations. 
I'll say, you know, there's, we're bringing up Roger now. He's, God, before, before 2017, he was like the biggest name in Bitcoin. He was such a good guy in Bitcoin. He was, in, in 2016, people wouldn't have been able to predict his, his downfall at all. But I don't, you know, he's done plenty of controversial things. I don't want to um, add anything that he hasn't, hasn't done or anything. And to tell you the truth, I think it would be kind of cool if somebody started their own country. <laughs> I, I like that. So if he, he, he wants to do that, be my guest. Now, it, you know, I, I, don't, I don't approve of people saying they're going to start a country, raising money, and then not starting the country, but I'm not accusing him of doing that. Okay. Hmm. Um, you're in Miami right now. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, what beautiful. part? You're you're in Miami, Miami, right? Heck yeah, man! I'm, I'm in the neighborhood called the uh, called the Roads. It's right That's south right. of Brickell. If anybody knows where that is, it's right. It's southeast of Little Havana. I mean, I okay. go running all the day. I I, I ran by the uh, the monument to the Cubans who fought the communists just today. It's a beautiful monument. Um, so I, it, there's so much, it, it's a lot, this place is alive. I mean, all sorts of immigrants working hard, uh, you know, te obviously technology people too. Just, you're in California where things have been yeah. kind of shut down. <laughs> it's yeah. not, it has not been shut down. In, uh, in January, I was here, I went to a meetup. We were all hugging each other. Hardly anyone was wearing a mask. This was in January. This would have been unheard of anywhere over anywhere else in the United States of America. But uh, there's there's a lot of activity going on here. And so this Miami Bitcoin conference, which is now in a week, a week from Friday, it will be the biggest Bitcoin event of all time. It will be it will be wild. I, I will see you there, Gaston. Right. Yes, and uh, it's going to get out of control. I mean, 10,000 people are coming in. It might make like mainstream news and stuff, too. Who, who knows? But millionaires are going to be made there. Get well, ready to be in motion. Get ready to meet people. The Floyd Mayweather fight is in Miami yes. on Sunday, and Floyd Mayweather will be speaking at the Bitcoin conference, which is odd because Ali talks about his altcoins when he does talk about that. Yeah, there are some Bitcoin guys that have been, uh, uh, I'll say it nicely, disappointed that some of the speakers aren't like 100% Bitcoin, but they can only speak about Bitcoin. So, I mean, you're only going to hear about Bitcoin at the Bitcoin conference from the official speakers. Some of them have dealt in altcoins before. There's, there's no doubt about that. But, uh, you know, people, people do what they're going to do. They're free to do what they're going to, free to do what they want to do in their spare time. Um, it, it, it's a Bitcoin. It is no hardcore Bitcoin conference. You're only going to learn about Bitcoin. And it, it's going to really be a great opportunity to meet people in person who, who want to get involved with all sorts of Bitcoin-related projects. So, I'm, I can yeah. feel the vibe. I can feel the vibe every time I talk about the show, talk about the event with people who are going to be there. I mean, I get pumped, and I'm, I'm pumped right now talking about I, it. I'm so pumped because I haven't been around people. And before we go too far, we have a guy in the house right in the chat wearing his triple seven hat, Mr. Matt Rogers. If he turns on, uh, do you have your mic on, Matt? Oh, I do now. I do now, sir. But I wasn't really going to plug anything. I was just going to yeah. say I'm, I'm got, super excited about we're, Miami. We're going to talk about you, uh, you know, right now. Uh, so Matt is uh, there is the whale party. I don't know who's who's. I don't hey, who's hey, going that out, it's not me. Okay, okay. Um, the, I believe the, there's a whale party the day before the conference starts, yeah. and I believe that's only for uh, like people who bought the the highest ticket and it's limited amount. 
Matt is throwing a party with uh, a couple of my friends. Um, I know Naja from the crypto blockchain plug from Inglewood is going to be there. Matt, why don't you talk about what's going on with the, uh, I believe it's called the Bitcoin happy hour. Ooh, 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 yes. Thank you, sir. Wow. What a plug. What a plug. Happy to be here. Oh my God. So yeah, Miami, obviously amazing conference coming up people. Um, so I'm pumped. In fact, what I want to, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, just the conference too, but yeah, on, on Thursday night, we're going to have a party at a very nice venue. Okay. I'll say it here just cause, well, actually maybe I can't say it here. We're going to rebroadcast it. We have a beautiful venue, beautiful venue, free of it to attend. So the whole conference atmosphere can get expensive. Everyone's in hotels. There's a lot of people in Miami that are in, in the, in the Bitcoin community in Miami cause they are leaders and they're not always able to access certain things so we're able to throw this event for free sir so we're throwing a free event thanks to gaston as well uh, a bit active for supporting it so we've got uh you know a couple people in support of it it's thursday night you can um anyway it's a beautiful open air venue man, so man, man, you gotta give me the information for this man i gotta promo oh it on my show man i want to go there to a free go. i want to oh go God. to a okay. free party okay. Let me give the promo. Let me give the promo. Okay, here's the deal. I am giving, my company is giving a free ticket to the conference, to the Bitcoin 21, 2021 conference, people. The official conference. We're giving away a free ticket. Here's how you can get it, though. Here's how you can get it. You have to help me <laughs> and Gaston get Charles Oliveira, Jorge Masvidal, okay, or I would say Dustin Poirier. These are our three Southern fighters that we need at the event. We need them at the conference. So I'm, I'm asking for support here. We're asking for support. <laughs> okay, so we want the champ. Yeah, we want the champ. I'm giving a free ticket to the champ if someone can get the champ to the conference. So um, anyway, Charles, that's, that's you if you're listening. Anyway, other than that, yeah, Thursday night, come party with us. It's a free event. We're going to try to honor the mayor. We're going to try to give an event, uh, a certificate to the mayor of Miami to thank them for, you know, their leadership and all this kind of stuff and Bitcoin, supporting Bitcoin. So, um, well, yeah, what, time, what time is it at? What neighborhood is it in? Okay, yeah, so it's, it's around downtown, and you can pull a boat up to the venue. It's on the river. So you probably know what it is if you know the area. But uh, it's a 30,000 square foot, you know, beautiful open air venue. Starts at maybe 4 p.m. Come have a drink at 4 p.m. Stay late if you want. Stay till 8. Come at 8 o'clock. Stay late. You can have uh, your friends, all your network. We're inviting the staff of the city of Miami. We're inviting the staff because we want them to celebrate uh, Miami with us, obviously, as their city, really. So, um, you know, Miami people come have fun, basically. Come meet Gaston in person. Where, where can they find the more information about the uh, Bitcoin happy hour? Uh, btchappyhour.com. Yeah, thank you for asking. btchappyhour.com. Yeah, Is that link uh, below, Adam? Uh, it might be. I'm right. I'm writing it down now because I got to check hey, look, it out. Yeah. Okay, so BTC Happy Hour. But I have a question for Gaston, sir. Yeah. You, let's say you had to choose between, you know, you could only bring one fighter to the main conference. Okay. And and, and you can choose McGregor if you want to. Okay. But uh, <laughs> you can only bring one UFC. If fighter, you want to so. have a bunch of eyes. Uh, you definitely pick Conor McGregor, especially since he has boxed Floyd Mayweather. Okay, take him out of the equation then. It's either Masvidal. <laughs> oh, Poirier. Uh, you might as well bring Masvidal. I mean, it, it is his city. So uh, if you get uh, Jorge Masvidal to come out, 
which he actually might be uh, there. I wouldn't be too surprised. We sponsored Gabriel know. Silva with this brand. This brand, Gabriel Silva won a night with this triple seven brand. I just want some, you know, I want Jorge to know that. Uh, Gabriel is <laughs> is Gabriel's Anderson's son. Mm, yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, you invited me to that fight. I just couldn't go. It was out here. In well, anyway, so if you're in Miami, reach out to uh, America's top team, right? Isn't that the, the crew? Can I yeah. on you with that? Yeah. All right, anyway, enough about that. I, I thank you for letting me plug the whole thing. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. And I will be sharing the flyer as soon as the venue is updated. Where, Matt, are you in Florida? Or? No, beautiful Las Vegas, sir. The other Florida. Beautiful okay. Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> the other Florida. The Florida with no freaking ocean, dude, where you, where you get cooked look, in the freaking sun. Dude. Look, I got a barbecue pit going, gentlemen. There you go. A, a, bar, a barbecue in the desert. What, what, a, what conditions, man? It's a, you know, Gaston, you bring up a very good point. You're like, this is your first time being around people at this conference for a while, right? You said something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that was odd, not to uh, take too much time to answer that question, um, I went to a social gathering uh, one month ago. I think it was the OC, the OC Bitcoin Network had a, a meetup, and I was like, "Man, I gotta, I gotta get out." And and I went out, and I just felt so rusty talking to strangers. It was bad. I had to get like my mojo going. I was like, "Oh my." God, I'm disgusted with the way I speak right now. I can't even smile. Um, but yeah, uh, I really look forward to seeing a lot of my my buddies that are from in inside the states and across many states, and a couple friends outside of the country will be there. Yeah, a couple from outside the country. Sadly, not as many that would be usually if things were normal in this planet. But you are from California, yeah. and I think one ninth of the United States population lives in California. A little over 10%, definitely, of mm -hmm. Americans live in California. So you see things from a perspective that a lot of us don't aren't familiar with right now, but plenty of Americans are. You've been locked down for a year, man. And uh, lots of us haven't. We've been enjoying life. So there's a, a big percentage of people that are going to be at the conference that are from California. California is a tech state. So there is going to be this release that the release that you described of just being around people. So that is going to add to this vibe. All the Californians and maybe New York people and other people that are still relatively, that haven't been out and about, there's gonna be this tremendous release from just like shaking people's hands again. See, like, again, for me, I, I, it never stopped. Um, I, I've been traveling around during this whole darn thing. So, but that's me. I, I realize that California is a huge state. California has been living in, a, in another world from, a, from the rest of the United States. And uh, yeah, it, it, I, I'm glad it's going to wait. It's going to be a wake up call for a lot of people. And uh, that, that I'm, I'm glad when people can be social again and, and go back to normal and can feel normal again, because, you know, computers are great. We've, we've got great technology that allows us to have meetings like this, but there's always something about you know, truly human about human contact. And, how, uh, no, buddy. how else are you going to bring me a red bottle of wine? <laughs> I remember that, man. Yeah. I, I, no. I, I, I will say this. Um, the last time we were together, <laughs> that, was, that was February. February of uh, 2020. And then I got stuck in California, basically, after that. Uh, I was stuck in California until the uh, May May thirtieth, uh, so I got to see California go in the lockdown, and uh, 
But I got, as soon as I could get out of there, I, I, I got out of there. I got out of there the day after the, uh, the riots. It was just coincidental that that happened. The day, the day before I left, there was, a, uh, there was looting and rioting uh, right in my neighborhood where I was in LA. It was so surreal. But, uh, and, and then the, the lockdown actually became more severe uh, soon after that. You guys have been through a lot. Um, I, I, I obviously did not, do not own a place in California, so I, I didn't have to stay in California. Uh, and I, I have not been back to, to California since then. But it, it, right now, California is getting better from what, I, from, from what I've heard. And uh, all yeah. you Californians better be coming down to Florida for the conference. That's all I got to say. You're, you're going to love it. Gonna I think love somebody it. wanted a, had a question. Did somebody have a question? No, I just had a comment. Yeah. Uh, uh, nobody's, yeah, nobody's living in California. We're dying in California. We're <laughs> dying from lack of freedom. Uh, Rocky is is definitely uh, hit hard, especially with his business being uh, limited. I don't know. I don't know all the details, but I know Rocky's uh, definitely having a a tough go uh, around over there. Um, Rocky's in a different county. You're not in LA County, right? I live in San Bernardino County, which borders L.A. County, and yeah. uh, all of my accounts are in L.A. County, so it affects me a lot. So the odd thing about, about uh, some of the lockdowns, um, we have different restrictions per county. So in L.A., you can't even go to a campsite and the trails are closed. So to keep us from suffocating, I was going to San Bernardino County. Uh, just to go in the mountains and walk, just to get some fresh air. And uh, that's, that's a couple of trips uh, me and my family did. We also border a county called Orange County. And um, th their restaurant um, regulations during the peak uh, were a little bit more loose uh, than uh, what LA had to go through. Um, but uh, of course, we went through a, a, a multiple tier, so like a high, medium, low. Um, and Orange County was a little bit uh, less than LA County. Um, even though it is populated, it's not as populated as LA. But uh, when I went to Orange County to check out the restaurant situation, they just turned up the regulations and uh, like they, they really limited everything that they were doing again. But I think it was in October. Uh, are you familiar with Bitcoin Ben, Adam? Yeah. Well, he's from he's from St. Louis. Louis. Isn't he? Yes, yeah. but he did he did a Bitcoin Ben tour, and he stopped over here, and I believe it was in October. And uh, I went to go see him in, in at a bar, a restaurant in Orange County, and uh, the odd thing was, it was the first time I really really went out. And uh, you wear mask up to the entrance of the restaurant, but once you go in, you take it off once you sit on your table, but you have to put it on if you're walking around. But if you were just drinking beer like we were, uh, you could just walk around without a mask on and just drink beer and chat, chit chat with anybody around. Uh, I think like 60 people showed up for that. So that was enjoyable. Yeah, well, it's 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 just insane that these restrictions even existed. I mean, it's it's you're at different tiers, different levels. I don't hear. That's why I, that's why I came to Florida. I don't have to deal with any of that stuff. And, and that's why I came to Florida in January. I didn't have to deal with any of that. In I was in Arizona in uh, December. It was pretty. It was fine there too. It's, but Florida is the best state right now. So so much is going on. 
You're going to love it. 10,000 people, hardly anyone will be wearing a mask. You're going to forget this, this thing even happened. And uh, yeah, man. Uh, is, where's a, I, I saw the protest that were at, was Redondo Beach. There were protests. I, I forgot. South of Long Beach, there, there were some protests once. I mean, so there were all kinds of protests, um, <laughs> whether it be George Floyd or COVID or no, riots. Well, it was, yeah, well, it, it was against the restrictions. There were some people that were speaking against the restrictions. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, it's the, the Gavin Newsom got the threat of a recall. Um, I think that helped loosen things. I, the, they're getting rid of the restrictions on June fifteenth or something like that, right? There's some, something's happening on June fifteenth. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, there's a couple of bars and restaurants that I've been wanting to go to, um, and they've just been shut down or reservation. Um, I was dating a, I started dating a woman during the uh, pandemic and um, it was very odd because we just couldn't go anywhere we wanted to. Like, it's usually like, you know, let's just go grab dinner somewhere and, oh, you can't, you got to get reservations. Well, you tell them, okay, well, can I make a reservation for next Friday? Like, no, we're booked for two weeks. And it's just like, ah, this is really hard. There's just an obstacle at every turn. So it was a lot of Chick-fil-A. Oh. <laughs> it's not everything. It's, it's, it's all the restrictions are going to be over on June 15th. It's just everything should be open, but there still could be capacity limits and yeah. mass limits and social distance, distancing still and all kind of extra garbage that should have never happened in the first place. What should I expect when I get to Miami? Uh, I mean, am I wearing a mask when I walk outside? Am I wearing no. a mask? No? No, nobody is hard, hardly anyone wears a mask outside. I see women, a couple of women and stuff, but there are no rules about that. You don't have to wear a mask. You know, okay. no, in the airport, they uh, in airports are like federally controlled, so they make you wear a mask there or something like that. I, I don't know. Well, the, I, plane, the plane, you got to wear a mask. They, they're pretty anal about that. What but, about restaurants? No, it depends. It, it depends on the... There's no, nothing. On the location. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the per on the owner. What the owner says. But uh, you know, when I I haven't been in any. I mean, I see people eating outside of restaurants. They got their mask off. Of course. I mean, that's the only way you can really eat. Yeah. Have to eat with your mask on. Well, like in here in LA, like if I were to go to indoor indoor dining, they and I have to wait, let's say, ten minutes inside or something, they would make me wear a mask. Now, even even if you were eating, you had to wear a mask. You'd only take it off to take a bite, but to chew, you had to put your mask back on. Yeah, it, it's late. It's nothing. Don't worry, dude. It's it's normal here. Like it's basically, if you want to be pre-pandemic, you can be pre-pandemic. You can do what you want to do. Um, you know, they the the conference said something like they're going to provide masks for everyone, but they're like, we're not making people put the mask on. I mean, it, it's just a a consolation. You know, just uh, you know, I guess trying to, uh, uh, you know, not anger anyone or something like that, but this is, this is all about freedom, this thing. So yeah, don't, don't, don't worry about that. And uh, <laughs> it'll be a great vacation for all the people from California that they come down. Yeah. I'm actually going to be in Atlanta for a few days before I get to Miami. I'm going to be at the uh, BitBoy Studios. So I'll see what's going on there. Um, I was, I don't know what to do. I was like, do I bring like a little six pack of, of face masks? I didn't know who to ask in Miami. Uh, so, so thank you for giving me an update on that. Um, another note uh, regarding masks in Miami, uh, the UFC had the first yes. uh, live event, sporting event, uh, 
during the pandemic, I guess. Full capacity one. Yeah. Full capacity, 15,000 people. I think it was in Jacksonville, so that's north of Florida. Yeah. Um, according to Dana White, the president of the uh, UFC, he stated that there was people in the stands wearing a mask and there was people in the stands not wearing a mask. And the people who weren't wearing a mask didn't say anything to the people wearing a mask and vice yeah. versa. And everybody just got along. Exactly. And uh, I love that. I love yeah. that. And uh, I am actually going to be looking at Miami, uh, especially because of uh, taxes and regulations. Uh, you know, giving it a closer look, maybe maybe end up moving there. It'll, we'll see what happens. I think this will convince a lot of Californians to, to change their ways. Uh, does it... There's a price to pay for the government overreach in some of these states. There are plenty of people that are, that are moving to Miami, plenty of people from New York especially. That's always been a trend, but it's, it's sped up now. It's definitely sped up. I mean, who, who wants to live under de Blasio in, in, in Manhattan? Under it, It's getting dangerous. It's getting more expensive. Here, you can open your business. You don't have to, it's, it's peaceful. It's, it's, it, it is a pleasure. And there's so, this... It, 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 it's, it's trying to be, the mayor is straight up saying he wants it to basically be like the tech hub of the United States. Good, good. Let's compete. Let's com let, let Miami compete. It, it could very well become the, the tech hub, the financial hub. It, it could be anything. If these other places are going to handicap themselves, then s some place is going to step up. And just the entrepreneurial spirit here because of the immigration is it's very inspirational. The, you know, the, the Cubans, the Brazilians, the Venezuelans that are here, the, had to deal with all sorts of hardships in their native lands and just they're very appreciative of the uh of the freedom and they they'll put their foot down and they'll speak up if uh they feel like someone's taking away their freedom too so that that, that that's a good a good cool thing about about the area uh, so yeah. so um on top of that you're a you're an avid runner uh you're a cardio beast i i would say um florida's supposed to be humid um <laughs> how humid is it is it real is it a is it a big uh, discomfort okay, okay. It? It, it depends you... where you're from man you're from california so yeah you're, you're gonna think it's humid i'm from okay. baltimore i'm from baltimore it gets humid up there too and okay. i i run i don't run in the middle of the day i run at six o'clock so it's when i'm running at six o'clock it feels like baltimore it it, it it's certain time I, I haven't been here in the dead of summer yet so yeah, it'll get the humidity will get worse here. Yeah, it'll be a little worse than Baltimore. I've been in Orlando in, in my day during the summer, and the humidity was worse. Um, but you know, I've been worldwide. It's it's worse in Rio. <laughs> Rio, the humidity was worse. Singapore, the humidity was the worst. Uh, Hong Kong, the, the humidity was the worst. I mean, it's 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 all relative. It's all relative. But yeah, if you're from California, California's got the best freaking weather. Los Angeles area's got the best. San Diego really has the best weather right, in the world, I think. Um, I mean, maybe Brisbane, Australia is, is comparable. Uh, but uh, so you, you it's got, always going to be a step down if you're coming from Southern California. There's going to be something to complain about in terms of the weather because yeah. Southern California's got some of the best weather out there. Yeah, Are the problem. mosquitoes the size of uh, small birds? Yeah, I, I actually haven't seen any mosquitoes yet. Um, man, I saw, I saw, I saw some little ones. So no big, no big ones, but nothing, nothing that freaked me out that said, "Ooh, there's a lot of mosquitoes here." I, I think I saw like a, there was, it was getting a little dark, and I felt something, and I saw there's a little, little mosquito or something, but nothing, nothing too crazy with mosquitoes that you know you, you hear about the, the swamps of Florida and all that stuff. But I, I haven't, I haven't seen any uh, 
any scary big mosquitoes or anything, no. Jeez Louise. I heard the cockroaches are gigantic. Does your Airbnb have cockroaches? No, um, I saw – where did I see some big cockroaches? Like when I was in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, I saw some big cockroaches. Got to tell you the truth. <laughs> um, no, I, I, saw, I saw some medium – I saw a medium-sized cockroach outside. Not, not, not a huge one. It was, it was Nashville. They had some really big ones. There was some, other of, place, uh, some other place I saw a gigantic one too. I don't remember. So speaking of Nashville and the, and the uh, Bitcoin conference, um, we had on Brandon, which is one of the media, I think oh, I forget his title. He's for, great. Uh, Brandon is freaking awesome. He, uh, he was telling me that, that, uh, Nashville was actually a, a place that they want to do it at. Cause they're kind of out of Tennessee, uh, Bitcoin magazine. Yes. Um, what's also interesting, the Bitcoin conference was actually supposed to be in Los Angeles yeah. Yeah. at the end of April, which was on my birthday. And I was super excited. But unfortunately, COVID took that away as well. Well, because you and you've, you you jumped ahead a little bit there. What this all started out in 2020. Yep. Bitcoin 2020 was supposed to be in San Francisco in March. I had my bus ticket. I had my ticket, and then the the virus came, and so they changed Bitcoin 2020 into Bitcoin 2021 in Los Angeles, and then they wised up and they saw in December. The things weren't changing in California, and they you've got to give them all the credit in the world. They're based in Nashville, but they, they moved it to the best freaking place possible with it, where there would be no question about it. So this is not only Bitcoin 2021, this is Bitcoin 2020. This is this is too th there's a lot of buildup to this darn thing. A lot of frustration, a lot of California frustration made this thing possible. So th that's why there's going to be a tremendous release. But Nashville also is a city that is in motion. So many young people moving there. I, could, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe, you know, they, they've got certain rules and everything, but it, it's pretty much free there. Um, it, it, everyone was enjoying themselves. Really uh, a, a, great, a great vibe in Nashville. I, I, really, I enjoyed my time there. And you just the license plates in the parking lots, all from all different states. It's, it's unbelievable, the people that are flocking to Nashville. It is a very peaceful, friendly proactive successful city so if you if you want to move out of california you, you should look there too uh, weather obviously the weather during the winter probably isn't great but it's okay um again my, miami weather is going to be good all year round in terms of it's not going to snow or anything ridiculous like because I, I i was in miami january february and march it grew, unbelievable weather great great weather great weather so um i was actually listening to uh let's let's get back to bitcoin because we're getting crazy <laughs> we're, we're jumping all over the place I was watching Pomp, the Pomp podcast today, which he had on uh, Mr. Wonderful. And uh, I'm going to paraphrase what he was talking about because Mr. Wonderful has been doing some not so wonderful things uh, on Bitcoin. Um, during 2019, 2020, he was coming out on Squawk Box speaking against Bitcoin, saying it, was, it wasn't that great. And then there was a leak uh, video of him in 2013 recommending bitcoin and i was like oh my gosh this guy is is just two-faced guy so <laughs> i ran into i ran into pomp at uh bitcoin is um and we spoke and i told him hey man those guys on squawk box do, do are they really like uh, against bitcoin or is that something the producers are telling them to say and pomp just told me he's like yeah i, I think everybody on the set owns some bitcoin 
So fast forward uh, a couple months ago, uh, Mr. Wonderful comes out and says, okay, I got into Bitcoin, I'm in. And on the podcast, uh, he actually said in 2017, he was in Bitcoin and he was uh, telling uh, hedge funds and his fellow well-off friends about Bitcoin and they were against them because there was no regulations about Bitcoin. So he started buying more Bitcoin and I think it was this PR person. Somebody reached out to him and told him, what are you doing? You're buying Bitcoin, but all his Bitcoin is being mined with uh, coal. Yeah. It's, it's bad. It's polluting the, the air. So what he had to do, he said, he had to go against Bitcoin. But then after he came out for Bitcoin last year or so, that's when he started saying, I'm in for Bitcoin. I'm going to start buying Bitcoin, but it can only be clean Bitcoin. So we're seeing these, this, this flip-flop from this well-off gentleman who also, by the way, said he was buying Bitcoin ETFs that were available in other countries like Germany and Switzerland uh, during uh, 2017, 2018, 2019. And now to top it off, one of the biggest Bitcoin haters, Ray Dalio, is on the bandwagon. What's really going on here? What's I'll tell you about Kevin. You call him Mr. Wonderful. Let's call him by his name. He's Kevin O'Leary. Kevin yes, O'Leary. Okay, yes, because Mr. there was another Mr. Wonderful I respect more, Paul Orndorff, a freaking wrestler. I would rather deal with him <laughs> than deal with Kevin O'Leary, okay? Paul Hogan exactly. versus Paul Orndorff. Look it up. Now, Kevin O'Leary might as well be a freaking WWE actor also. He goes back and forth, lies, this, that. He was buying Bitcoin all along, of course. Of course. Of course. And now he calls it blood coin. He's trying to FUD people out. He will be the first one. He might, he, he might be the one who forks Bitcoin into a green Bitcoin. That wouldn't surprise me at all. I, what, what's come out? in the last few weeks, and we've gotten it from Elon also, is that the major FUD against Bitcoin is that it's bad for the environment, or it's unpatriotic, it's killing people because of Chinese mining or something, some weird combination of a thing where you could call it blood coin. It's either bloodying the earth or bloodying the people of the earth. We have to, we have to worry about the earth, not real people, etc. It's, it's, it's a big trend in, in corporations, this ESG, environment and social stuff. You, you have to care more about uh, the, the environment and, uh, and, and people who don't actually own stock, stakeholders, you know, people who live near the company, all this, you know, it's not about making money anymore, even though you're a corporation, it's about saving the earth. And so everyone's jumped into this mindless bandwagon and they brought it into Bitcoin. And remember in Bitcoin, anyone can come to Bitcoin. You could be an evil person. So we, we have to deal with it. This FUD, we have to, what I would advise people to do Instead of trying to conform and forming mining councils where we discuss how to be greener, just say it's nonsense. We using energy is what improves humanity. If we didn't use energy, we would still be defecating in the woods. Okay, do we want to go to the back to those primitive ways? And it, the earth will be in a lot better shape. There'll be more trees. If we can have more trees again, we can have more wild animals again and not have energy or anything. We can defecate with them in, in the woods, like we did in the old days. So Kevin O'Leary, I, I don't know if he really believes this stuff, or he wants to fit in, or if he wants to start his own big. He, he has some master plan of some sort. He's a smart. I don't think he's a, I don't he's think got a strategy. He, yes, Rocky. Yes, please. I don't think he knows how Bitcoin works. 
how, how is he buying this clean Bitcoin? Is he buying it from miners who only use clean energies and, and, well, and they mine empty blocks? Because if they don't mine empty blocks, then they're also getting uh, uh, the fees from transactions. And if those Satoshis that they're getting for transaction fees came from so-called dirty Bitcoin, well, that gets mixed in with the block reward, right? You got your block subsidy and then you have your transaction fees, right? So if they mine, if they don't mine empty blocks, then some of those Satoshis are tainted, right? In his eyes, right? So uh, they better be mining empty blocks. If, he's done, if he wants clean coins, they have to mine empty blocks. Otherwise, you don't know if you're getting clean coins or not. And so if he's paying, a, 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 let's say he pays a premium for that. He, he goes to a miner and says, look, if you mine empty blocks, I'll buy the coins off of you at a 20% premium, right? Okay, so now if I have an online shop where I sell, let's say, Bitcoin hats, and he wants to pay in Bitcoin. Well, I'm not going to give him a 20% discount. I'm going <laughs> to say it's this much Bitcoin, right? So yeah. if it's this much Bitcoin, you got to pay me this much Bitcoin. So, so now what's he going to do? So he's going to, it's just never going to work. I don't you, think he understands how Bitcoin works. I, I think you, he might understand it. He might just not want to recognize it because your point was made by Nick Carter also. He, he made a very similar point. There's no such thing as clean Bitcoin, really. They're talking about it just because of the reasons you just said, all right? So, uh, he he's I, I don't know I, I really think there will be a, a fork of some sort eventually from these environmental crazy people and let them do it let them I, I would I'd love to get another crypto dividend I would love to get a, a free a fake Bitcoin where they try to pretend they have the real Bitcoin that's great it fails it'll, it'll be just like Bcash etc if that's the best if that's the way to get rid of this FUD then great that that's awesome that hasn't been brought up yet. I, I brought it up, but no one, no one, I haven't heard anybody else say like, well, maybe Elon will fork off Bitcoin or maybe Kevin O'Leary will fork off Bitcoin or maybe the, the mining uh, people will, will fork off a clean Bitcoin. Let them do it. Let, let them just go away. It's who, who cares about this stuff, man? It is such fun, but it is the fun we're going to have to deal with this cycle. Environmental fun is the fun that we're going to have to deal with. So get used to it, everybody. The fun that we, we're missing, go ahead. Who's, okay, they need to ask O'Leary if he owns any gold and if he they mined it and refined it with clean energy. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll make a point on his gold position, which he did talk about on his um, uh, on Pond's podcast. He said uh, he has about 5% in gold and 3% in crypto. And he's thinking of dumping his gold for crypto because at least his crypto will make a yield and if his gold stays the same he's paying to hold it in storage so he rather earn interest rather than pay on his gold so he rather earn interest on bitcoin i don't know how he's doing it i know he's doing a little bit of uh, yield farming on some DeFi, so he'd rather go that route than actually hold gold and i think uh many more uh, well-off people will follow He'll earn interest on his Bitcoin if he gets him to fork off a freaking ESG Bitcoin. That's, that's one way he could do it if he's listening to this today. And so he can just leave us and, and, and deal with his, his uh, politically correct woke ESG Bitcoin. Go ahead and make it. Some of them do it. Same thing with gold, though. You can't hold gold and say that it's environmentally green or clean unless you bought it pre-1800 gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they don't, they don't care about that. They don't listen. They're so set in their, he might be able to talk about that, but the, the environmental people who are like, Bitcoin's killing the environment, they, they're not going to, they're not going to argue with you on that level. They don't, they don't care. They're just, they're stuck in their ways. 
Bitcoin is bad for the environment, period. So I really think it is a waste of time sometimes to really engage these people. I think they're trying to just waste your time, but they're not changing. And what's the point in changing a no-coiner like that? You just say, have fun staying poor. I'm going to have fun staying rich. Thank you. That's it. I mean, <laughs> what can you do? Uh, speaking of uh, environmental Bitcoin, there is a, there is a, I don't know, a Bitcoin ETF, I think it is. What do, what do you call it? GBTC? It's some sort of stock or representation. Yeah, it's, it's a wannabe ETF. It's not an there ETF. There you go. Yeah. The wannabe ETF. Uh, I just got a um, text message from my buddy, Bob, who you hung out with over here in uh, Long Beach. Um, Robert, yeah. yeah. Robert, yes, sir. He sent me a, a new version of GBTC created by a different company. I forgot who it is called. It's called E. BTC. It's environmentally um, friendly miners mining these Bitcoin and then they uh, ETF them out that way. Yeah, Are they I, mining I, empty blocks? I don't think so. <laughs> then it's not, uh, <laughs> no, it's no, not environmentally I mean, friendly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, but they, they got some gimmick with the windmills or something, I guess. I mean, it makes you feel better. Now, I remember, I know, I know GBTC has competition. And I sort of remember some company talking about making a compliant version. Like it wouldn't deal with terrorists and it wouldn't deal with, you know, let them come up with their gimmicks. I, and I've told Robert this before, I only believe in holding the real thing, controlling your freaking private key, doing it through the, and I know why Robert and certain people have to do it uh, yeah. this way through their retirement funds and whatnot. Um, but I, I'm just like, I want the underlying freaking asset, okay? And if you don't have the underlying asset, well, then you get to play pretend with all sorts of people that have gimmicks that say, I, I have the underlying asset and it's special because it's not bloody or something like that. All right, let, let them do it. I mean, to, to avoid all that nonsense, just buy the, the underlying asset. That's what I've always told people, get the real thing. Yeah, it's always great to hold Bitcoin. Um, another thing that I heard today, which is a interesting news is that the sec is reviewing a uh etf um proposal from um fidelity somebody fidelity. there's another one it's it's one of the names dude all you have to know about that is this we're one day closer to an etf being approved it's going to happen one day in the united states it's happened in canada already but that's you know that's secondary to the united states it's going to happen in the United States one day. We all know this. And so if you know this, why don't you own Bitcoin now? Because you know when it happens, it's going to, they're going to be a bunch because of other Because it might go to zero. My financial <laughs> planner told me that it might go to no, zero. No, and, and, that, and that's the thing. Uh, that, that, that foolish financial planner does not even know about this ETF thing. How, how we've been waiting for this for years and years. And it's just, just a matter of time. You just have to be patient. And once it, it becomes approved of by the United States, there are going to be plenty of them that takes away more supply. We all know what happens. It makes it all these financial people that could only, own, quote unquote, own it through an ETF are going to own it through an ETF. And it'll become that much more popular, that much more mainstream. And what, what happens when that, the price always goes up when, when, when events like that occur. Okay. You know, when, when Michael Saylor made it okay for corporations to hold it in their treasury. And I said when it happened, it was the biggest freaking news of 2020. And it surely was. And the, the price has only gone up since then. That was an amazing trigger. And we knew that was gonna happen one day, 
Um, it was a surprise when it happened. It was a great day. Um, but we just like we know, one day they, one day there's going to be an ETF. One day a country is going to make an announcement that they hold it in their treasury too. And one already might might have it, but they just don't make the announcement yet. Because yeah. Um, once they make the official announcement, then all these other countries are going to make the announcement and buy it, and the price is going to go up, et cetera, et cetera. We we know we're one day closer to all of this happening. I can't predict the exact day, but I'm not risking it, not owning Bitcoin during this uh, during this time. But there are people like, why don't you just buy it back for cheaper? You can sell it. First of all, I am not enriching the freaking IRS and all these uh, government institutions by going back and forth in the fiat. I don't play in their fiat world. That's what people gotta realize. When you, you say, oh, it's so easy just to sell it back and then you get, and then you buy it back. No, 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 you're, get, you're getting back into their realm. And when you're in their realm, they're in total control over there and you're at their mercy and they got a freaking eye on you when you're all of a sudden converting $100,000 of Bitcoin into $100,000 and then turning it back into uh, $120,000 of Bitcoin, all this. Dude, I, I, don't, I want nothing to do with that. And then, of course, you have to pay them for that privilege, you know, your, your, your capital gains and all, all, all this nonsense. Well, why did, you know, it's possible in the future there might not be capital gains taxes on Bitcoin. I have, there's no, no reason for me to sell my Bitcoin now. None at all. But people are always coming Puerto up. Rico. People are coming that people are always coming up with reasons like why 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 they, they want excuses they want me to say it's cool for them to sell, sell, sell their Bitcoin. The one thing that I do say is offended by selling. Pound that like button, people. Hit the like button. Um, you know, uh, I really regret uh, start starting and stopping and starting and stopping dollar cost averaging Bitcoin. If if I just let it run, I would have so much more Bitcoin. Um, there is a uh, company out there. I don't know if you touch bases on it. The Fold app. Are you yeah. familiar with it? Yes. So yeah, I just had them on uh, last month. Had Will Reeves, CEO of it. I thought the, the project is amazing. I mean, you're, rewar you're re getting rewards in Bitcoin is, is second to none. It's the absolute best reward on the planet, bar none. And what's interesting is he said he has many credit card companies reaching out to him that are looking to do the same thing and add Bitcoin as a reward for their other expenditures. And that on top of another, a day closer to an ETF approval, meaning whoever's selling you that ETF is going to have to hold actual Bitcoin. We are so freaking early. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, um, a lot of people, a lot, you know, I used to tell people back in the day, I was like, dude, just get one Bitcoin and just, just, just hold it into retirement. And now, now one Bitcoin is, is out of a, a lot of people's um, price range. And, and you know what I tell them now is like, look, get a tenth of a Bitcoin and just let it sit there and go do whatever you want. If you don't care about it, let it run. You don't have to buy anymore. This thing is in the bag and you're Freaking early. Freaking exactly. early. Yeah. Now, the, the thing about being freaking early, it's not very freaking early anymore because of what I said before, the Michael Saylor thing, that they, they're buying it, that these corporations are buying it for their treasury. But we, we've been talking about it for so much longer than that. That that only happened in September. And there's no excuse, you know, 
the whole world knew about this thing in 2017. They could have known about it in 2017. So I, I do understand your frustration with, with not dollar cost averaging all along because it would have, mm -hmm. yeah, of course, but you've, you've got your Bitcoin, so you're, you're good. And yeah, I would still tell people to aim for that one Bitcoin. I still do. I know it's a lot of money, but uh, why not aim high? When I, when I renamed my show, The One Bitcoin Show, I mean, Bitcoin was like worth $1,000 back then, back in uh, 2017. Uh, and, and people kind of laughed at, you know, one Bitcoin. It's not, I mean, now when I address these people on TikTok, they can't even believe that I own one Bitcoin. They're like, how does that guy with the crazy hair actually own one? They don't know who that guy is. They, 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 he doesn't own one Bitcoin. He's lying. He's lying. <laughs> and to me, it's, a, it's just such a joke, you know. Like people, I remember they, when you used to say own 21. Yeah. Get in the, get in the 21 club. Yeah, I, I made up that 21 club thing. I've got a video saying buy 10 for $5,000 total in from 2015. Uh, all sorts of, uh, I, I get, get, buy Bitcoin instead of buying a car. And the amount of Bitcoin I said to get it was worth, is now worth like over a million dollars or something. It's, it's, uh, it's you know, that was super duper early. Okay. But we are still, people watching this in the future have a big smile on their face. But they, they know that, you know, $38,000, $40,000, whatever it is today, uh, that's, uh, it, it's more in the future. The people that are watching this in the future know that, uh, yeah, it, it, one, one Bitcoin will be really, really ridiculous eventually. So if you, if you can get your hands on one right now, I, I would do it. But if you can't, yeah, aim for point one. But once you get that point one, come on, get get point two. Keep keep on going. Keep, but yeah. I mean, the fun just to show how things you know, and that it is good advice, Gaston. You're trying to keep it in people's price range, keep it legitimate, and, and keep it so that they don't have to like go into their savings. You know, in theory, if someone spent three thousand eight hundred dollars now, they sh they should really be able to have a savings account worth that much money and just live off the rest of their money for the next ten years and not not touch it. But Back in 2015, when my, my friend had a son, um, I, for, for, his, for his little present, for his bris, <laughs> I got him a 0.1 Bitcoin. I gave the kid, and it, it, was, 20, it was worth $25 then. It was, Bitcoin's worth $250, so I spent, I, I gave away 0.1 of a Bitcoin that I, that I owned uh, to this little boy. And so now this little boy is six years old and he has uh, you know, $4,000 worth of Bitcoin. <laughs> it's great, so it just, it does show you, uh, you know, what, Something that seems like a little at one point can become a lot. So even if you just have 0.01 Bitcoin, guys, it, it might be worth quite, quite a bit if you're watching this in uh, 2031. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Open-minded, uh, raise his hand. I don't know how to use that function, but go, go ahead. He's clapping. Yeah, there he is. What's can up? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Oh. I, I, I got to stop doing that. Yeah, you Sorry. go ahead. Go we're ahead. We're, we're pretty much running towards the end of our, of so, our time over here, but go ahead and say your... What, what I was going to get at was, I don't know if any, any of you guys came to our event, but we had a blowout, nice event. Um, it was a crypto-only meetup. We educated the public, not only on cryptocurrencies, but on the use case of Litecoin. Um, we have a donation going out to Haiti. Uh, with Divi. Divi is a big, huge project where they now have a, a revenue coming in monthly to where they can have diapers, they can have clothes, they can have shoes, they can have, you know, things that they couldn't imagine because of cryptos. Uh, just to throw this out there to your guys' conversation, 
People don't understand the power of cryptos yet because they don't want us to understand them. But once you get it into the average Joe's mind, uh, the power, the community is strong. People have a heart. People, I mean, we all want to get along. We all want to do the right things. I mean, I, I want to break down in tears. We, we raised over $1,500 in an hour. Amazing. Uh, we'll have a master node launched by July for Haiti. Think about what we could do for America. Uh, just throwing it out there. Nice to meet you guys. Hopefully I'll see you at the next meetup. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Pomp is, uh, Pomp is doing that really interesting thing with the pizza. I know, I know Adam's kind of like a carnivore, right? I was going to call you keto. Uh, you're more of a carnivore, but Pomp is doing that, uh, that pizza. Uh, I don't know the exact website, but uh, if you go through the website, you can uh, buy a pizza from your local uh, pizzeria and um, it comes in a special Bitcoin pizza box. And uh, a part of the proceeds go to the Human Rights Foundation that helps fund Bitcoin programming or development. Um, don't quote right. me on that, but it's something like that. In right. That ballpark. The, the day we were having our event was uh, pizza. It was a Bitcoin pizza day. It was the first day that transaction was made in Bitcoin to buy pizzas. So our speakers came together and we bought all the pizza using the fold application awesome. you get rewarded so it was all free and people don't realize this well yeah. uh, i would advise people uh you know we talk about charity and, and using the power of, of bitcoin etc just list the get a bitcoin address and list it on all your social media you know you never know what's going to happen Fig figure out a way accept payment in bitcoin it's, you know, you don't need a middleman or anything like, I know it's, it's easier sometimes for other people to set things up for you, but just creating your own Bitcoin address and see, seeing how it goes. And just that first step of creating that Bitcoin address, it wakes, it opens your mind and it might give you some new ideas to somehow incorporate it into whatever endeavor that you're in, or it might make you come up with some new uh, endeavors and, and stuff to get into. But I, I, I list my Bitcoin address under every one of my videos and stuff. I I, I get random uh, donations and whatnot, uh, which I appreciate from from everyone. But it is uh, it's it's, it's a simple thing, and, it, and it's free marketing for Bitcoin too. Obviously, let's go even cheaper. Use Litecoin. It's fast. It's cheap on these, <laughs> right? It's it's the Bitcoin silver in my yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm the Bitcoin. I'm the Bitcoin Meister though. So you know I gotta. Be me too, um, but it's, it's no, 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 yeah, I, I'm the Bitcoin. I mean, my name's my, I'm, I'm really the Bitcoin Meister. I get it. I get it. We have <laughs> Lightning is cheaper than Litecoin. Lightning's cheaper and faster than, than Litecoin. So just use Lightning, Bitcoin Lightning. Use cryptos all in general, and the world will be better off, right? Get it out of the SWIFT system, the banking system, the tax paying without representation system, and decentralized. Right. It's, so, it's, it's, general, yeah. you, you learn, you learn a lot of new things mm -hmm. by getting involved with, with any of these, uh, any of these, uh, cryptocurrencies. I get, I, I, my, my dream of course is, uh, for everyone to realize that, uh, to get into the Bitcoin because Bitcoin is the Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. It is the store of value. It is the, uh, world reserve cryptocurrency, but Hey, people are free to do whatever the heck they want to do. And if if uh, plenty of people are going to find out about Bitcoin because of Dogecoin now, but although plenty of them won't, but hey, I I I got I got a positive spin on the whole thing. So. <laughs> and on that note, I think we're pretty much running into the end of the broadcast for today. Um, just want to say some last words. 
thank you everybody for joining. Matt, Adam, I will see you in Miami. And on top of that, uh, let me take a quick picture of the group. You give me one second. Where's Pulling that in Miami? Sorry. Yes, sir. Where's that in Miami? Is that Shitcoin? Uh, Winwood. Win no, so the Bitcoin 2021 conference is in Winwood, and then Ken Bozak's event is Shitcoin 2021. He said it's down the street. Um, so that will be available. <laughs> I didn't know Ken was doing that, man. <laughs> Ken is gonna be doing the Shitcoin 2021. He says he does not want to. Uh, he's not gonna be able to uh, join the conference. I thought he originally was gonna be at Bitcoin. He must have. With last time he was on my show, he told me he was gonna be at uh, Bitcoin 2021. Yeah, he's doing his own thing. But give me one second on three. We're gonna take group picture. One, two, three. And on that note, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining. Adam, Matt, I'll see you guys in Miami. Thank you, brother. Pound that night. like button. Hit that like button. Hello. Good Pound night. It. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. See y'all, Joe. Catch y'all later. Bye.